Hello and welcome to the Coon Hunting University Podcast. This is your host, Tyler Duncan. And like always, class is in session. Hey y'all, so Coon Hunting University is brought to you by Superior Light Company, best lights in the business. If you don't believe me, go check them out, nighthunters.com. Use coupon code CHUPODCAST at checkout and receive almost $20 off Hellcat Max. But that code is good for any superior light on that website and the battery tester, which works with the Hellcat Max. So go over there and check them out. So today we're going to be talking to Mr. Bobby Burden. And I have Mr. Eddie Simmons here as a co-host to help me conduct this interview. We're going to talk about the Burden family tradition of coon hunting and all the successes that come with it, man. This family has won everything. I mean, it is crazy. And we talk about that. We talk about the world hunt. We talk about all the dogs the Burdens have had, Spot, Topper, Legs, I mean, just to name a few. And this is probably not the last you're going to hear from the Burden family tradition on the Coon Hunt Universe podcast. I'm not going to say that 100% for sure because we don't have anything in stone, but I would like to, to get the whole family tradition when time allows. So I'll quit yapping. Without further ado, me and Mr. Eddie Simmons interviewing Mr. Bobby Burden on the Coonut University podcast, episode number 22. Y'all sit back and enjoy. Hey, Mr. Bobby, can you hear us? Yeah, I, I got you. I got you, buddy. Oh, yes, sir. I got Mr. Eddie Simmons here with me as well. Listen, I need to know something right up front. Is it the Eddie Simmons at Coonhut? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is him. Bobby, what's happening, Have buddy? You- have you checked his breath today? Had him do a blow on it? Anything about his alcohol problem? <laughs> I've been working on that, Bobby. I've been working on that. Oh, God. I understand. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good deal. Deal. Yeah. Mr. Bobby. Yes, sir. If you could, please tell the folks that are listening to this a little bit about yourself. Oh, Lord. Well, just an old country boy, I guess. Growed up in the hills and hollers and one thing and another. In the coon hunting world, riding horses and mules, about like anybody else, I guess. But uh, about what we do, coon hunting, uh, piddle around a little bit, buddy. Yes, sir. Uh, Daddy and Mama and them, they've hollered me all over the world. There's, uh, you know what I'm saying, coon hunting or whatever. But anyway, one of them deals there, man. Got a, well, I ain't going to get into all that. I started to say about Sean and all of them brothers, you know, but I... I ain't even going to get into that. Yeah. It's all no good. Eddie knows him. <laughs> Bobby. Hey, y'all one heck of a tight knit family up there. Uh, I'll be honest. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you some questions, Bobby, and some of them yes, I kind of know the answer to. But uh, at any time, if I mess one of these stories up, I yes, want sir. you to I want you to correct it. But before we get started in this thing, I just want to tell you, the Burden family have been in this sport a long time. Sure. And the biggest thing I can tell is the friendships y'all have made across the country. How many people yes, through the years y'all have made and how y'all have represented your family name uh-huh. and how yes, y'all have represented this sport. I'll be honest with you, Bobby, it's a it's a class act. I've never heard of Burden brag. So yeah. uh, I just want to tell you that uh, y'all carry yourself the right way, buddy. Appreciate that. I really do. Like I said, it's one of them deals. Don't never mean to brag nothing, but you know what I'm saying. But that's the bottom line to it. But we play hard. 
Yes, sir. Absolutely. Well, tell us, Bobby, how did it all start? I told I told these young men I'm here with. I thought it was Mr. Billy, but now I could be wrong. Where did it no, start? No, Bobby? no, you're exactly right. Billy Burdner is supposed to be my daddy. Your mama Ain't said he was. No, well, I, 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 we hoping. I got a good mama, I do. But uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway, there you go again. But now, daddy, uh, like I said, uh, just been a deal. We growed up in the woods, buddy. You know, people talk this and talk that, but, man, I wouldn't. I guess probably the way I act sometimes, I act ignorant. People probably think I'm on drugs and everything else, but I get around people. I've had a little sickness and stuff, and I know how it is. Lay on your back. Can't, can't help yourself. I get around people. It's just a natural high to me. I, I can't help it. And I whatever I'm pretty well thinking, I say because I forget it if I don't. <laughs> Some things I probably couldn't, but like I said, Daddy and Mama both. My goodness, Daddy's always hunted. We'd lay in them old wood. And, and uh, you know, like I said, everybody else getting older and stuff. And he still loves it, hearing them old tales and all that. But, man, listen, me and him used to lay out there night in and night out. He's woke me up in snow. Not be no snow on me, but listen to them old blue ticks run junk and foxes and all that stuff. Get after so long, you know, every kid ain't got something to do. He, he'd like to doze off. <laughs> I remember 12, 1 o'clock in the night, him waking me up and said, get up, boy. They finally got trees. Wake up and be snow on me. I jumped up, scared, didn't know what in the world. You know what I mean? Back in the day there, six, seven-year-old, I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, yeah, you'll never forget those memories. But, you know, uh, he's in the PKC Hall of Fame. Uh, Bobby, of yes, course, sir. I know you oh. know that, but uh, yes, he is in the PKC Hall of Fame. This year, a female of his was inducted in the Tree and Walker Hall of Fame, y'all's female. And you know uh-huh. that your dad is on the list of the top breeders in PKC for the number of puppies and how much they've won? I'm going to be honest with you, and, and I know it sounds ignorant, but you've heard me say it before. I don't never pay no attention to stuff like that. It ain't that I'm better than nobody or don't care i just never sean uh, he's got more downtime he can look at stuff like that most time you know his dogs ain't doing much so he can really read up on stuff <laughs> you know but no i i just I, i'm always one got to do the hard work you know what i mean oh right? well that's that's the way it's always been uh but, but no i did not know that and, and, and daddy will be tickled to death when i tell him what you just told me about that hall of fame deal you know what i'm saying sure but and like i said that that is a good deal Sure is. Yes, sir. But anyway, but no, I didn't know that. No, yeah, that's that, that pretty awesome there. I imagine. I imagine. Let me ask but you this I, question, I Bobby. I got another question for you. I got a bunch of questions. Uh, oh, has no. Has a burden ever won a cast with any other breed than a tree and walker? So I said I didn't know that answer. No, I can't say we have, buddy. That's, that's what we've always hunted. You know what I mean? Not that I know of, fella. I, uh, I didn't either. Yes, I didn't sir. either. Uh, that's what we've always fathered and, and, and stuff like that. Bobby, like hunting with your dad and stuff like that, did uh, he like competition hunting a lot? Is that what put the desire in you to be a competition I, hunter? I'm going to be honest with you, feller. We always just coon hunted, hills and hollers. I, I'm telling you, uh, back when I was growing up and stuff like that, we coon hunted, possum hunted, you know what I'm saying, just, just being in the woods, period. And I always loved dogs, and Daddy did too, and Daddy's Daddy. They say I get a lot of my traits from, from him. Daddy's daddy there. They always said he could take a cat and have it counting, just the way he fooled with stuff. You know what I mean? But, uh, and one thing led to another, but first, competition hunting. Lord, uh, we didn't know nothing about none of that, or it wasn't back then, hardly. But we just loved hunting uh, regardless. And then, next thing you know, 
I'll never forget it. We went to hunt. Actually, uh, can you think about that guy's name now? It's pitiful. But anyway, as a guy that, that Daddy knows and stuff like that. Oh, i tell you what the dog it was. It's old Blue Streak. God darn it. What was that guy's name? Where did he Tommy live, Tommy Condry, yeah. Tommy. Yeah, okay. Blue Streak Blue down in Louisiana. Tommy Condry. Oh, I'm telling you, that was the dog. Of course, and Daddy always liked blue ticks and black and tans, red bone. You know what I'm saying. Back in the day, it's, that's what it was. But anyway, we did. i never forget it. <laughs> we went and went out on a cast with them. And, son, you bet you one thing, Walmart ain't never had a prize that had my eyes lit up any more than what going to this hunt was to see these big-time guys. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Man, to- I just couldn't wait. And I don't don't mean it in a bad way, but facts is facts. I think old Stryker was in the cast. That's a uh, red alert right there. You believe it. Don't you think that boy couldn't run a deer? But anyway, <laughs> anyway, we was out there on that hunt. Of course, uh, I didn't even have a light, but they, they, I didn't have to have a light. But anyway, we was just out there following around. I'm thinking all this, man, our dogs ain't nothing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I don't mean it in a bad way, but I, I'm telling you right now, we walked them hills and hollers and hills and hollers, and I never so much jump running. Just everything, it just they really all had a bad night. I told Daddy, I said, Daddy, when, when we get back home, if these dogs is the best of what's supposed to be the best, why won't you take my little dog? And, and we go, I know she could treat them anywhere she was at. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I'm not kidding you because their dogs, all they done, finally made a tree. But anyway, I never was to let down in my life. But when we get back home, Daddy takes me to a daggone old UKC hunt, and my little dog treat three coons. I wore them out, and one thing went from there on. You know what I'm saying? I, I never forget that. They always called it Bobby Burden and the Little Beetle Hound because she wasn't no bigger than I was. But uh, <laughs> but anyway, one of them deals there. And it, it sort of took off like that. And, of course, you know when you win, you can't wait to go again. When you was talking about that but, Beetle uh, Hound, did you take your height from uh, your great-granddaddy? Is that who you said y'all was built about the same? Is that where you got all that right. height from? I tell you what, I don't know, man. You've heard me say it before, but we're inbred, I think. Uh <laughs> It's just one of them deals, but now, now uh, they all sort of towel-like, but it, it comes back from my mama's, mama's side, what it is, but I always tell people, you know, the old foundation bred quarter horses? Yeah. You know how the old-time horses is bred real big, thick, they're the real stuff. I felt like I was bred on that line there, because I used to be grit big, and, you know, I had a little sickness, now I'm, I'm smaller. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, Tyler, you got a question for it? Yeah. So, what are some of your earliest coon hunting memories, Mr. Bobby? Man, listen, we was in what we call the old river bottoms down here at Morgantown, in sport bottoms. But I remember them old sloughs in there and stuff like that. I remember when I was about three years old, like I said, we was out there and about and piddle around. I remember coming them old sloughs in there, and uh, Daddy, he had he'd always wore tennis shoes. He always, he never knew what them chaps was. They didn't have them back then. But he'd wear tennis shoes because when you walk at water, he always says you'll walk yourself, your socks dry in tennis shoes, boots that holds it in. So he always wore tennis shoes. But he carried me on his back across them old sloughs and uh, just down there piddling around, man, to, to every old thing. Times money can't buy. That, that's the truth. Just, I don't know, one thing to another. Like I said, we just, a big coon hunting deal. And I don't know, just, uh, 
just everything, I guess. But stuff I can't remember all of it, but just just unreal. The the nights and the hunting and stuff that that we done when we was little there, and one thing to another, and climbing them old trees and shaking an old possum out. And golly, I never know, had them old pups. <laughs> they anything they treat, it come out. That's just the way it was. And God, it might even just one thing to another. And it's sad this day and time because all these younger boys and all that ain't got a clue about coon hunting. I, I don't mean it in a bad way, but they just ain't got a clue about the a hound and coon hunting. I mean, that's just true. I don't know. We didn't grow up with all this technique stuff. They got the, your garments and all that stuff. You had the Eddie nose. Had to go with that ear. And every bark it gives, they tell you something if you pay attention to them. Whether it's cut over, ditches, banks, fences. You hunted that dog and spend your time with him. He's telling you what all you need to know. Bottom line to it. But I wish they'd all go back like we did coming up and they would understand dogs and, and the hunting how it was then. You know what I mean? But anyway. How long had you competition hunted before you figured out that that was something that you wanted to stick with for the long haul? Listen, I'm I'm being honest with you. The first hunt, like I was telling you a while ago, the first hunt I went on that UKC hunt, that's something that, man, it's one of them deals, you know, I feel like I got a pretty good dog, and Daddy carried me, and one thing took off. You was hooked right then, about like killing your first turkey, deer hunting or whatever. Yep. And just one thing went to another, and I've always says, and, and it is, I don't care if I'm walking across the yard, I like to be about a half foot in front of you. Same way with coon hunting. If my stuff ain't ready to go, I got people I can call and talk to, and I don't mean it in a bad way. But if you ain't, stay home. Work on that sucker till he's ready. You know what I mean. One one of them deals there. But ever since I was about nine-year-old, I guess it was, I think that was one, one of my first hunts I was in. Yes, sir. But anyway, and ever since then, buddy, you want to know truth about it? Ever since the first hunt, I was hooked on it. That's the bottom line to it. That's awesome, man. So yeah. how do you like a dog to operate nowadays, and how does that differ from that the dog that you won that first UKC hunt with? I'm going to be honest with you. People talk about the dogs has changed so much, and I will agree with that a whole lot. But I'm going to tell you what still wins and what still does it. And Eddie T, same thing. They, I hear a lot of people say, well, it's just a big difference in the dog this day and time. All it is, they said a mouthful. It's about like a kid broke pony. You say you got a kid broke pony? <laughs> you saying a mouthful, fella, because it's got a mind of its own. You never know what they love to do. But these dogs, to me, it's more coons now than what it used to be. Just the bottom line to it. But that dog that trees that coon, and that dog can still trail up a coon and tree one, that still wins. That's the bottom line to that. And if you participate with that stuff, most of these dogs are just running around these good old fields and fence lines, and they got to ambush one. But most people, that's what I was talking about a while ago, people didn't grow up to when a dog would trail a coon up and actually tree a working coon. Now, if it ain't just two or three barks, they're sick of hearing it bark. Get treats so we can run to you, then tree nothing. Bobby, I got a question for you, too, uh, along those lines. Are the dogs today better than the old dogs or the... I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Like I said, I, everybody's got an opinion, but you know how I am. You run at me a bunch, and I ain't saying our stuff walk on water. But it's just the way people does the dogs this day and time. They have bred the coon dog out of them. It's more like bird dog style now. You better be just snapped like a rubber band here and entering done. Birds... Going over the internet, you probably heard me say it before with old break and all of them. When I went somewhere and that weather changed, I liked that time better. They proved me wrong a lot. But what I'm saying, 
Most of our dogs, they can trail one up and still tree it. These little pot-nosed dogs that runs around here, you wonder why you don't ever hear them or they blow from out of the world. It's because they're out there running around all over the country. They can't smell nothing hitting that little ambush cone. And to me, don't get me wrong, I want a dog. You hunt it with Topper, you hunt sure. it with Spot, and dogs like it. I want my stuff to participate. That's what I want him to do when I cut him. Many, many dogs will tree a coon in five minutes of the cast and then around for the last hour and 55 minutes because they ain't got enough gumption to get on out of here and go on over in that other holler to strike another track. You know what I'm saying? To me, I, there's a many a dog that has could be nice dogs, but it's all that, that high-tech training where they burn them with collars and they spend too much time in there. They don't understand a dog working a coon track down an old ditch and cut over and rough. I tell him all the time, if he's been in there 10 or 15 minutes and he's barking, shutting up and cutting and slashing and smelling that track, the old dogs back in the day, that's the reason they always had coons when they treed. Cause either you walked in there and got after them or they worked that track out and treated. You give them time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I understand there's so much time. Some dogs don't need to work a track, but the, most of them that can, if they take an extra 10 or 15 minutes, People say that's too long. You know as well as I do, it, I guess it is, but if he has that coon, what's 10 or 15 minutes, then, then two hours of, not, of making a circle tree. Oh, yeah. It's a big difference. You know what I mean. Absolutely. I understand. But, well, Bobby, y'all know. y'all have uh, bred dogs, trained dogs, and won coon hunts. And I look, I know you're a competitor and you're a boring competitor, but tell me about, do you like messing with puppies? Do you like making crosses or how does that enjoyment work out for you in this sport, Bobby? Well, I'll be honest with you, for dogs, I love to fool with young dogs. I really do. And, and I don't mean to brag. I don't. You better have an extra hand if you're going to fool with a puppy, period. I don't care if you're squirrel hunting, rabbit hunting. I don't care what you're doing. It takes patience with them suckers. And they all nights ain't good. You know that. But I love fooling with young dogs long as they try. I don't care how junky one is. That might sound ignorant. I don't care about all that. All that is is man putting his boots on a little extra time. But if he can show me when he hits that coon track, if he can get it treated in the right kind of way, son, let me tell you something. Me and that boy there get together. Yeah. I'm telling you, uh, you just all you got to do is well, find other stuff. Uh, let right. me ask you this, Bobby. If, you, if you're messing with a pup you kind of like, how long does it take you, Bobby, to know I'm going to spend my time with that dog. I'm I'm just saying, like, I know if he ain't got the hunt in him and he ain't got the desire in him, you're probably done with him, but tell me the rest of it. Well, I, I'll be honest with you, and this probably sounds crazy. We live out in the country. We let our puppies run loose. Most, You know what I'm saying? That's just the bottom line. But I pretty well, just watching this pup, when I come in, a lot of all different hours of the night here and yonder, and then when it's hot, Lot of, you know, 100 degrees, most of them old dogs that ain't got that gold pair, you know where they're at. They get fatter. They ain't going over going to burn no energy. I, I'm just telling you, uh, you, you can tell the one running through that country, running that old junk. If they're all the time making racket every direction when you come in at nighttime, different hours, old pups like that, that's a big old start, son. That's a big start to me. That's what I like to see. Just from watching him running loose around here, they can't get out of this yard and get in this country, <laughs> they, they ain't going to make it a long time, I can tell you. You, you ain't going to have to worry about your neighbor down there making $50 off of his neighbor, I can tell you that. Yeah, off of that dog. <laughs> uh, ain't going to put up with him. Yeah. Yes, so, but, uh, so 
What do you do to prepare a dog for a major event, Mr. Bobby? Listen, I'll be honest with you. A lot of people kills coons, kills coons. I used to be the world's worst. That's the most thing what people want to do. Kill coons, kill coons. That's the boy. Now he's ready. And I promise you, I'm not too bright. I tell you what, and Eddie's heard me say it. Eddie's heard me say a lot of stuff, but it's the reason why, because we've done it a long time. What I'm saying, Daddy said that instead of killing coons, I used to be one of the world's worst. If it went up, it come out. I don't care if it's over in the courthouse yard. You believe what I'm telling you, it come out. But Daddy said if you'll get a dog that likes to treat them coons, I promise you, you'll find that dog trying all hours of the night instead of just one that you got to constantly kill coons. Hey, if coons ain't moving, he's done. He said that old foxhound will lay up there and run all night long. And as soon as he heals his feet back up, he'll run another all night long. They don't kill them foxes, but they hunt them. They participate with them. You know what I mean. In the right kind of way. That's, that's, birds getting one ready and this and that. If the man's food with his dog, buddy, hey, you, uh, you know where your dog's at. You know what he needs or don't need. Dog does need a coon here and yonder. But you can't kill them to them on them hunts. I mean, if that won't short one out, and if he's a very smart of a dog, it don't take them long to figure out stuff. That go on them hunts, hear them beepers go off. Hey, and don't never get a coon kill. Why should they get out here and want to try all the time then? When they get home, boy, they're just a different dog. They're going to bust in and undo it in style. You know what I'm saying. Stuff like that, I think, is bad on a dog. Hey, y'all, this is Tyler, your host of Coon Hunting University. I'm here to talk to you about extreme dog fuel. Whether you're looking for a 30 20, 24-20, 26-18, or 22-12, they have any type of food that us coon hunters need. I'd like to issue a thank you to them for making Coon Hunting University podcast possible. So go to ExtremeDogFuel.com and find a retailer near you and give them a try. I love it. I've been blown away. I swapped to the 30-20, and I honestly hadn't looked back. I mean, I love it. I really do. And I encourage everyone to go over there to ExtremeDogFuel.com. Check them out. Find a retailer near you. Read all about it. You'll see why I swapped to Extreme Dog Fuel. Myself to first getting them ready, but mainly, like I said, mainly just, just hunting your dog, and, and it ain't laying out there hunting it all night. Uh, I've done all that. Believe me, I have. But you get a dog war plumb down, and people say, well, boy, I've hunted him hard for two or three weeks. I mean, really? You're, so you're two or three weeks, you've got your dog ready. I ain't thinking you will have. You might think that in your mind, but you're fooling yourself. But uh, man, man can hunt a dog a few hours and do him better than all night long instead of burning him out and constantly beating and thrashing, carrying on the ignorance. To me, I want him feeling good about what his job is. And if, if he's not, you, you'll look good here in Yonder, but you're not going to shine very long. Bottom line, because he quit on you. I believe that. Good advice, I mean, for sure. So do you believe that you can put the drive or the the want to go hunting into a dog or you, just something they're born with. And now, now remember what I'm telling you. I've heard of many people say, well, he just ain't got no go. He just won't do this. He won't do that. Feller, I'm telling you right now, that go part needs to be bred in them. That's a big plus. It really, really is. But I grant you, you get me a dog that shows me he can treat that coon in the right kind of way. I don't care if he's in a wheelchair. I believe I can help that sucker turn them wheels faster. I really do. I don't mean to brag. I'm just I'm just telling you facts. There's there's traits to everything, but I grant you, that sucker will learn to move 
and that boarding up in ditches, going to houses, hitting the roads, all the old side tricks they follow up in the habit, depending on how rough you get with them. Then a lot of people say, well, I ain't, I, shoo, I, he ain't no smarter than that. I understand. And that's the reason why a lot of times you don't hear no more about them, because they're one that's on snapping him. Ain't got much gold power in him. So it's what you get, what you put in it. You know what I mean? A lot of it. But that natural bread in them, it goes a long ways. It really does. But like I said, you can help a dog here and there. I don't care. They say all they do is quit, quit. Yeah, I understand. Most of them does. Because it's the side traits that they picked up that you don't know what the next move they're going to try to do to prevent that move. And if you can prevent that next move that they're going to try, and believe me, it's a bunch of them runs in it. But if you can't fix that one, you can stop it before the dog ever thinks about it. That's just facts. And I ain't trying to sound like I'm just the only one ever hunted a dog. But I'm just telling you what, what I've seen for my own self. I've messed up a bunch of them. I, anyway, sometimes I learn a few things, but I wonder sometimes what I do. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, one, one of them deals there. But now, you can you can help a dog, buddy. I, I, I'm a firm believer in that. Just believe me, I've had some of the worst. I promise you. I promise you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's awesome. It really is. So, what rule would you change, add, or delete, and why? The, the old rules and stuff like that. That's just like this deal they got right now. <laughs> no leash lock. Listen, I figure I'll hunt. Eddie, I believe I'll tell you this. I hunt about as game as anything. I don't care if he's eight-month-old puppy. He's going to be as about as game as anything a man can turn loose. And you you get out here now, and you're changing the rules to no leash lock and everybody talking about the less hunting. Now, stop and think about that. What common sense does that make? I mean, why would you change a no leash lock and the way people's hunting is this day and time? They talk about dogs get run over and we ain't got the hunting spot. And you're constantly cutting the dog loose. Don't get me wrong. That's no problem. They say, well, that's for the dogs that don't strike quick. Well, let me tell you something. You get one that hustles when you pop your snap, you will see that 25 strike ain't bad. I promise you. But here's the catch to it. Get you a dog that'll participate, and you'll make up for that 25 strike. I promise you that. Because that sucker is moving. Several people that's done voted for that rule. Oh, you wouldn't believe the ones that's talking. We got to change it. That won't work. We, we really, you ought to coon on it a little bit out here before you thought you made that rule. Yeah, that's the way I see that. Bottom line to it. Look here, Bobby. He's gonna let me talk to you for a little while, son. I barely could wait. You know, uh, Quit it, uh, you know, Quit I it. like to talk a little bit. I'm gonna bring I you will. back a little bit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell some stories. But remember that uh, if I mess one of them up, I want you to uh, get it right. But I, I want to hear just a little bit because I'm going to move you right on along. I, I want to hear about this uh, Burden's Crank. I hunted with him a long time ago and I liked him. <laughs> but I didn't get to know much about him. I know he won two state championships, Kentucky State yeah. Champions. And and I've been telling yeah. my little buddy about landing this uh, half bark tree dog you had. I said, me yeah. and him talk about one bark. But, oh, Train, if you get a chance, tell us a little bit about Crank and Train before we move on. Yes, sir. God, a mighty old Crank one of them deals there, and it, like I said, they don't all walk on water. I had just about as soon to hear that dog strike a coon, and from the time he struck it to the time he treated it, about as much as any dog I've ever listened to, because he flat done it in style, feller. He had that big old mouth. He'd run, that, he'd run a coon track like dogs run a deer track with his head in the air, and Lord have mercy, when he come treat Eddie, son, it sounded like it, 
You walk in there to him, he open them jaws. It looked like you could shove a basketball down his throat. I ain't kidding you. Just the way he screamed and squalled, just stylish. He really was. But there you go again. He hustled and he moved. He tried to get something going. I, I, I really enjoyed that dog. Sure did. I never will forget it. He was a puppy laying on the porch out here now. He was probably four months old. Just as unconcerned as you ever seen in your life. Hey, I had five beetle hounds running loose. And I'm telling you, Eddie, they jumped a rabbit down here behind the barn. This pup's laying on this porch sleep. These dogs, this rabbit come across the yard going off over the hill down there, and he pulled those paws. These five beetles come across this yard that anything breathing should have paid attention to and wondered, what is this racket? Because they come across this yard like that beetle hound's supposed to. This old pup, he really did raise his head up, but he never got out of his lantern on the porch. Yeah, I told so. Brenda, I said, we ought to kill that sucker right now. That is about as the most laid back and unconcerned dog I've ever seen in my entire life. I know he was a puppy. But God, he said he just seen the rabbit go across the yard. He didn't even try to get up and run the rabbit. You know, just just by curious running it. Two weeks later, Daddy calls up here. He said, What is that killing something up there on the side of that hill? I said, Do what? It was old Crank down there running his own rabbit. <laughs> and he had that mouth when he's just a young man. I'm telling you, fella. And he took off from there. You know what I mean. But it was just crazy from one week that he wasn't just unconcerned and then how he just hey i'm gonna do it by myself i guarantee you well what what about the what about the trained dog uh i remember you talking about his voice and i said you'd treat that dude on a half a bark what about him uh it's one of them deals there uh i never will forget it old grant black he's down there one night on a hunt uh out of roar down there and uh old train get in there and he 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 that just goes back to the breeding of them. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes they hang up here and yonder. It's a lot of times that they don't get better at it. It's just sometimes they know about how long they need to spend here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Old Graham, he, they done treat a coon. And he said, bird, it was in water and stuff like that. He said, of course, you know how I'll pick and cut up. And he did too. Man, he's a fine fella. He said, bird, he said, instead of an old cradling type dog, he said, when you come to this coon hunt, he said, boy, you sure brung a cone career. <laughs> I'm not kidding you, Eddie. I wish you could do an interview with him about old train, because he didn't much more say that. Old train, he'd give that old whistle, I called it, and, and pe- uh, a lot of people say, I know why you called him train, how he'd do that old howling type mouth. When he started with that old mouth, I treat him. We go in here, and he's got a cone. We come off of that. <laughs> it ain't minutes. He's sitting through dinner. He hears that old train go off again, I train. He's got another coon. Now, they treat one now. Like I told you a while ago, first five, ten minutes of the hunt. I cut him off that in water. Thick, it rough. What minute's old train sitting through you in again, and when he located, <laughs> old Black said, I told Grant, he said, I'll tell you one thing, Bobby Burden, you won't ever hear me mention nothing about a trailing type dog. <laughs> he said, I'm going to treat old train for you, he said. <laughs> that's just the way he was man I've, I've heard i've heard about that dude well here comes here comes one i've been kind of waiting on bobby because i mean i know a lot of your dogs make you smile but there's something about old spot when we talk about spot that uh that spot 
brings a different yeah. smile to your face. So when you first got old spot, how long did you have to hunt him before you said, Hey, this dude right here could do something. Tell me about that, Bobby, how he was and when you realized this thing could be something. Because I got some more questions. Uh, you know, me and your mama talked and me and Stephen Miller talked, and that's coming on down the road. But I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, and Spot can't help it. I, I, I know a bunch of people here and there have had him this, that, or whatever, but hey, whatever. I don't mean to run nobody down. Spot had every habit a dog could have. I'm talking about a habit bad, something that <laughs> ain't nobody going to lead him nowhere. Bottom line to it, uh, I don't even, that's just like old Frankie. I didn't even know what Spot's daddy. Mm-hmm. Didn't care. If I didn't like what Spot done, I don't care. Who cares about the rest of them? Sure. I'm just fooling with the one I'm hunting. But the first time that I went with Spot, I'm just telling you right now, and he was actually standing at a tree just over there knowing he shouldn't have been there where people got after him a little bit, but he, he didn't. they didn't do what they should have done. But what I'm getting at, when I seen how that dude could far out of the truck in minutes and be a mile and done on a half a bark, he had what it take. You done got your main thing over with. He could flat get in yonder and treat that coon. So the rest of it's common sense and hunting the dog to me. I, I will say, that dog had every bad habit. I, I don't know a habit that he pretty well didn't have. I'm being honest with you. Mm-hmm. But he had the main thing, and that was that get up and go, son. Yeah, it, it took time. It really did. But I, I, I told Jarrett Robertson, I said, buddy, I, I don't mean this or whatever, but I said, uh, I, I really believe I could do that dog some good. He thought it was funny. But anyway, but I said, uh, me and that dog, that is, not not everybody hunting with and doing this and doing that, that ain't going to help this dog, what he had to have. Going to houses, running the roads, trying to kill a dog over in the yard. I'm just telling you, it was crazy. But that wasn't the dog's fault. It's the way the dog was hunted and jerked around. You know what I mean. Sure. Uh, and they, they make happen. But, Lord, when we get on that right path. You were talking about all those problems that Spot had. And when you have a dog come to you like that, that has those problems, what's your approach to correction? Rome wasn't built in a day, was it? You know what I'm saying? Uh, if you try to bounce out there and think you're going to, I don't care what kind of problem it is. You better not try to do it all in two nights. Whatever the problem is, and believe me, he had them, fella. Everybody in this country could pretty well tell you that when, when I would buddy up with here and enter and go sometimes. But uh, everybody thought I was ignorant, and which I am, but for doing this and doing that. And the stuff I've done to this dog, and it might not be what I was working on, but it's what it's going to help him fixing this problem, the other nine problems he's got down the road. And the stuff I was doing with this dog, you know people thought how ignorant. Why? I, that's what I used to do with my puppy. Old guy says, when they messed up real bad, you better start somewhere. And I felt like he needed to go back when he was a puppy. And that's the way we done it. And believe me, these hills and hollers and stuff like that, it, it was a lot of work put involved, I'll tell you that. But just that's the way you had to do it. Not Whatever his one problem, you you get that took care of before you even think about doing another. I don't care how them other problems were. Believe me, that going to houses and, and on porches, Two or three o'clock in the morning when porch lights comes on, a lot of these guys ain't happy. Uh-uh. <laughs> Bobby, I know that uh, I know that you had a many a mile and a many a night in with those spot, but I'm gonna change gears just a little bit. When we get up to the 2013 World Championship, that'd be the oh, one you and Spot won. I got the yes, opportunity sir. to talk to your mom and your dad, and if yes, I mess sir. this up, you correct me. 
But uh, I remember Miss Burden and me sitting there talking. Imagine that. I'll talk to somebody. But me and uh-huh. her was talking, and she said that you told her, you told the family, you said uh, you didn't know if you'd ever win the world hunt. But if you was, this was going to be your year. Said you had that much confidence, and uh, you'd like for them to be in the picture with you, just in case Hello. you won. Come on, and you know yeah. she told me uh, they mostly packed up. Tell us a little bit about that, Bobby. Lord, that's some real idiot. I, I, I guarantee you, Brenda, tell you the same thing. It was unreal. And I, I told Brenda uh, two or three weeks before the world hunt. I said, son, I hope a sickness don't take them down or me either one. I wish the world hunt started tomorrow night. I said, they cannot, I really believe this, they cannot deal with this dog. Don't mean to brag, but Eddie, when you're in the hills and hollers, and this sucker 10, 15 minutes, he's sitting somewhere treated with that coon, consistent son. Oh, boy, it's time for him to shine. And he didn't do it one drop, one night. This was every night, many a nights, buddy. And I'm talking about a lot of good dogs. Tria Den, finally Tria Coon. I pull up and cut with these 10, 15 old-timers here that fox hunts and, 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 and stuff like that. I pull up with them and cut old Spot loose with 10, 15 dogs. Some of the problems that Spot had, the growling and the ignorant stuff, you know what I mean. Buffalo and dogs, bottom line to it. Hey, old Spot would leave this stuff and be sitting in there in minutes done. Consistent. And, and I, I really felt like they was not going to hold this dog. It's like I told her. Get up there for some reason, they don't score this coon. He'll treat three more. You're going to score some of them. And, and uh, it was just unreal, Eddie. Really so, was. So the family, when you told the family that, hey, uh, this is you the year or it ain't going to be, they just kind of packed up, huh? You better. I'd... Well, let me tell you this. I talked to our buddy Stephen Miller. This will be a story now. I wasn't on the cast or nothing, but when Stephen come in, y'all hunted heads up. He was hunting those stickers, yeah. and, hey, she was a good, a good person. and he yes, told sir. me that he had never been with a hound put on a show like old Spot yeah. did. Now, Stephen, his daddy was a coon hunter, and he was a coon hunter, yeah. and yeah. he told me, he said, Ed, I've never seen nothing quite like that. He said, I yeah. was holding Bobby up. He said, after Spot three, the, the third <laughs> coon, he said, I shook his hand and hoped him good luck. Is is that pretty much the way you remember the cast? You know I am. I don't mean to brag and all that, but like I said, that's just facts. I got tickled. The first turn loose, Bill uh, Stokes and them. Of course, they, you know I like to pick. Hey, you're going to win or lose. Have fun regardless. I was tickled to death getting the final, you know, the one-on-one. Bottom line to it. But anyway, old spot strikes, and I'm telling you, wham, bam, son, just like he's done time. Old spot didn't make many damn fella. You plus that sucker, and let's roll on. Bottom line to it. Old spot rolled up in there just in a little bit. We walked to him. Stickers in your trailer. We get the spot. He's got a den tree. I know it sounds crazy. It shocked me, buddy. I thought, that ain't no problem. I'll run him out. That ain't no problem. Spot trees, his den trees, but the coons on outside, that's because they're there. And he went the right way on it. But hey, this one didn't come out. Must not been there. But it was a circle tree. I said, Stephen, night might be your lucky night. I don't know. But uh, stickers come trees. I had to leave through the entertainment. Get in here and she's got a den tree. I said, Stephen, you had your chance. You had your chance. <laughs> we cut them back loose. I'm telling you right now, they struck right there, and I'm telling you, Spot just done what Spot does, just in second Spot tree, bottom line to it. Well, stickers is just all around him, all around him. 
Stephen looked over at me and he said, you pecker, would you? He's got that comb. I said, I really feel like he does, Stephen. I'm being honest with you. He said, I know he does. He's done run it from through her so quick. She don't know where it, she knows where it's at, but she's mad. <laughs> yeah. And then she come on in there and back him. Go in there and fluff him up. We cut off that tree right there. <laughs> it ain't long, son. That sucker is through yonder. He's done struck and treat again. Dicker's trailing. Go to him, plus him up. He's still trailing. Well, I said, Stephen, what about it, buddy? He said, Bobby, I know I'm a loser. But he said, I'm telling you right now, I cannot believe what I'm seeing. And I said, listen, pinch yourself. <laughs> I said, it's for real. It's just happening. <laughs> Don't you know how I picked that up? But, and Stephen, we all had a big time. Bobby, he told me uh, when they was taking the pictures there for the final <laughs> cast, me and Stephen standing there, and I will forget it. He said, uh, yeah, he said, there's your world champion right there. I said, Stephen, yes, I said, this ain't my first coon hunt now. I said, they yeah. got two long hours. He said, no, yes, Ed, he said, uh, there's your world champion right there. He said, there's nothing, <laughs> there's nothing going to beat that dog. Well, Bobby, I want to move on to one of my favorite stories that you've ever told right. me. And yes, uh, like I said, if I mess this up, this intro up, you correct me. But listen, uh, I, hope it ain't, I hope it ain't fixing that porch. <laughs> no, I, we ain't gonna let you fix the porch. I was worried today when we tried to get a hold of you, you was helping somebody fix a porch somewhere. But uh, here we go with that uh, 2013 World Championship, the final cast. Now I wasn't out there, but the best I could tell, all three dogs are treated in different places. You go to the first one, she circled up, go to Bill, he circled up, and all you got to do is handle a little spot under a circle tree or a coon, and you have got a lifelong dream. You are yes, and your family have yes, won the world championship. So here we go. We come out of the woods, and there's a railroad track. Bobby, take it from there for me. Lord have mercy. Let me tell you something. You know how it goes, and everything could strike and go bad. It, it, a lot of times it does. We was going through dinner to spot, and I'm telling you right now, Eddie, they was shining dogs down the track. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I ain't thinking nothing about it. Those spots sitting through dinner. I really felt like he had another one, and it was over. Get my lead on him. Hey, pretty good piece in yonder. Eddie, I'm now telling you right now, here comes a train. You've heard me say the train before. Last time it struck, it struck in the right kind of way. They're down there on the tracks. Pretty good piece back down the railroad track, and that's the reason the train done what it done. They're shining the tree down yonder. This train sees them lights. He goes with that horn. He locks his train down. Spot probably ain't 100 yards, 150 yards tops off the railroad track. 100 yards get it, I know. And I'm telling you, this sucker locks that train down and seems like it takes 30 minutes to get this train to stop. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm thinking... Oh, Lord have mercy. Any dog would have flew off. I'm telling you, Eddie, any dog would have flew off. And you couldn't blame a dog they did. You can imagine a train and then your air brakes and all that. You know what I'm saying. I was a nervous wreck because you could not hear nothing. Nothing. When this all stops in the whole nine yards and then all at once the brakes and one thing to another, I don't hear spots. I thought, oh, my God. He's probably done jumped the railroad track and gone on through yonder. Wasn't just a little bit that some buck come back trees. 
<laughs> oh, I thought, thank you, old boy. But that was a that was a memory that you'll never forget. That old train. That's the reason I bring it up here, you know. Oh yeah, I remember when you tell me that story. That what was separating you from a world championship was handling that dude, and when they run the two minutes on him, uh, I don't know how many seconds went by, but uh, you said then was a long few seconds. Oh, uh, hey, and like I said, if it happened, it happened. Sure. Uh, I couldn't have fought the dog, but he had him another coon. But there was a day when I was some of habits that Spot had running the roads and stuff. I promise you, Speller, he'd have been gone. I promise you. Oh, uh, yeah. well, let me move on to I'm another saying. dog, Bobby. I, I know that Spot won the world championship in 213. Uh, best yes, of my sir. memory, had about 625 plus is what he won the cast with. Yes, and yes, I want to move on to Break Box. Now, that was two years later. I remember Break brought a smile to your face, and yes, uh, you got down yes. to the final uh, six with him. Yes, and I'm talking yes, two sir. years later, you're in the final six again. Tell yes, us sir. a little about his breeding, and I think y'all lost him kind of early. Tell tell us a little bit yes, about sir. that, Bobby. He was a, you know, flat rock bred and stuff, but some, you know, like we've hunted all of our life pretty much. Hey, old break was a coon treer, get struck on a field mouse, but he'd be in your tree with a coon somewhere. And he's one of them trailing type dogs. You know what I'm saying? They, they treat coons in these hills and hollers. And I liked him because of the dedication he had. Yeah, there was a lot of bad nights, you know what I'm saying, uh, bottom line to that, but what ain't. But he had what it had to take, too. And he was, I always liked him because he had a big heart in him and a coon trigger. Oh, yeah. But like I said, he won pretty regular sale. He, he sure did. That's just the bottom line. And then got darn, we was up there at North Carolina whenever I was in a, a fern hunt there. And I, it, his kidney shut down on him. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't believe it, and my vet couldn't either because I'm telling you, fellas. He get his regular checkups. Uh, bottom line to that, they, you know what I mean. And, and his kidney shut down. The vet couldn't believe what happened, but that's the way it went. And just took two weeks buried him. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, uh, I remember him at Walker Days, uh, seeing him up there, uh, and that yes, thing sir. was on his game up there at Walker Days. Yes sir, yes sir. Uh, and like I said, bottom line to it. Yep. Well, well, all right. I'm gonna ask you another one that brings a smile to your face, and I tell you, oh Topper, uh, we're gonna move yes, on over to Topper. That that dude's yes, uh, watched by a lot of people around the country, Bobby, and I know yes, he just sir. won the truck two weekends ago. He won the Senior yes. Showdown. Sean ain't with us, but I'd say he's well over two hundred thousand in his winnings. But tell me a little yes, bit sir. about Topper. When you first saw him, I don't know how old yes, he was, and when did you know? This dude right here could be a winner also. Well, it, it's one of them deals. We we raised most of our dogs and did him. You know what I mean? Zach, that was his pick. Zach picked that pup out. But they run around around here like, like all of them does. You know what I mean? But Topper was quick. Uh, you, you could just tell when the dogs got that other stuff in them. You know what I mean? The little extra. Uh, and like I said, now Zach done all the hunting on him. Bottom line to it. But I told Zach different times. I said, boy. Let me tell you something. You lead a lot of dogs that can treat coons and do this and do that. But when you're leading that one that shakes your bait least just a little bit, pay attention to your homework and try to make your homework be in the right kind of way so the dumb resets, setbacks. Because there's going to be enough of that as it is. It was just unreal. He, he mind me so much of Spot, and I tell anybody, he's a, he, he ain't won the world hunt. He's not. Probably never will. But he's a Spot made over. Now, I'm just telling you right now. Moves quick, just bottom line to it. Hey, he went through a slump here a while back. The first truck I won there with 
PKC there. Why he done it, Eddie, I do not know, buddy. But if he didn't go through that little slump, I'd have done bumped that lifetime earning deal. I promise you, there's no doubt in my mind. Ain't trying to brag or nothing, but I, I've had him everywhere. I don't care where he went, he won. By treeing them coons in a hurry. Then he got to going back to a tree on me here and yonder. Dumb stuff. He was with me one night, oh, stuff yeah. he was doing. Why he done that, Eddie? It ain't because he killed coons. Man says, well, they pick up habits. Let me tell you something. That dog's been cut 5,000 times any direction. It ain't because he had coons killed to him. That's just a little habit he picked up and set him back some. Didn't take but one little old deal to fix that. But I went in the hospital, done this, done that. Stuff lingered on. Then I'd go to a hunt, hoping sometimes he'd win. Sometimes that would happen again. Bottom line. But when I got it fixed, old Topper's back up on his game plan now, back to old Topper. Well, let me Tonight. ask something else about Topper. Am I right or wrong? Now, he was out of hot spot and y'all's little raindrop female. First female that we bred to him when I won the world hunt was, was Drop, the Flat Rock Raindrop female, and that was the first letter out of spot. Sure was. That would be the same female that uh, just went in the Tree and Walker Hall of Fame. Over eight. Yes, sir. I was over eight, Mama. All right. Well, no. let me ask you another question, Bobby. I'm fixing to move on here a little bit. What about this legs yes, dog? I'm talking about the world champion legs that yes, born up yes, there. When did y'all yes, first see him, and when did you know that uh, he was going to be another burden winner? Coonhunting University is brought to you by Superior Light Company. Use coupon code podcast at checkout at nighthunters.com. If you're in the market for a new light, do not overlook Superior. They make the best light in the business. The Hellcat Max Flat Dark Earth Edition is awesome. Comes standard with the new and improved high intensity green laser. Comes standard with the newest design and dual walking light modules, offering the brightest walking lights currently available on the market, bar none. And it comes with your choice of red or true amber or double red color module technology. The Hellcat Max new module design reduces weight without sacrificing burn time or brightness, resulting in an overall weight of just 20 to 24 ounces depending on your cap selection the hellcat max offers the newest battery technology which allows for five hours of continuous main beam burn time on the highest setting and over 10 hours of highest auxiliary light settings all controls can be found on one easy nine positions click switch and all superior lights come with a two-year warranty are made right here in the usa so check out superior lights use coupon code chu podcast at checkout at nighthunters.com. Thank you to Mr. Jamie, Mr. Sam at Superior Lights for supporting Coonhunt Universe podcast and making this podcast possible. So I ask all the listeners, if you could, please go over there and support Superior Lights. Use the exclusive discount code that is only available to Coonhunt University podcast listeners, CHU podcast. Superior, step up to the max. Now back to the show. Well, of course you hope all of me, if it didn't quite work that way. Zach, I tell you, but I told Zach when he was probably nine or ten months old, I hunted him and the little paddle dog. I hunted them two puppies together. You'd never get them treated on the same tree. They was always in the hills, hollers, one on that ridge, one on this ridge. I told Zach, I said, Zachary, there's a pup down there in that kennel that will win more money than old Topper ever thought about being. I said, I'm just telling you like it is before she laughed and this and that. I said, you remember what I'm telling you, Zach? You do any kind of homework right, you mark it down what I'm telling you. Of course, who knows, you know, to go and win the world hunt, stuff like that. But I'm just saying, Zach, see what I was talking about. 
because sure. he was the real thing. What, was it his accuracy, Bobby? Was it his a desire to go hunting or his accuracy? Or When you pop that snap, Eddie, he's going to go hunting. He would tree a coon, and he'd have it sucker most of the time when he treed, buddy. I'm telling you right now. You can just tell, man. When, when they start putting stuff together and being consistent, that's what keeps going. Not three nights out of seven, but when you get up there five nights out of six, you ain't yeah. going to deal with all that. You ain't going to deal with all that. You ain't going to keep a dog like that out. Sure. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Uh, and that's just the bottom line to it. Yes, sir. Yeah. But, uh, well, I guarantee you, know. you that's that's the, the real deal. All right, Tyler wants to ask you a question. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, sir. Mr. Bobby, how did it make yeah. you feel to see your son win a world hunt? And how does it feel to be the, I guess, the only father-son duo to ever win a world hunt? Well, <laughs> let me tell you something. We play hard. We've done this all of our life. And I told Zach when this went on, of course, been him buttheads here and enter this and that. But I always tell him, you ain't game enough, boy. You ain't game enough. You've got to be game doing anything you do. Play half about it. Stay home. And we get with we butt heads a lot. When I know he's got something that can do something, and he slacks here and there, <laughs> I never played like that. Ain't gonna start today. You either get on with it or get out. That's just the way I see it. Don't mean to run nobody down. I'm telling you, it's Zach. So you know what I want to see him doing good. Oh, let me ask you this, Bobby. When when you won the world hunt, now we went through that and know about the train and everything. Was it was it tougher yeah. on you setting wherever the burden family was? listening to that play-by-play was it extra tough bobby eddie i'm gonna be honest with you fella this might sound just because he went ahead and won it the whole nine yards but eddie i'm telling you right now i did not feel like no roadblock was going to be made fella i'm being honest with you that's just i don't know i don't mean to brag and he went ahead and won it that way people say well yeah after he went did he say this no no i'm i'm saying it then i just felt like he was going to get it done the stuff that me and him had done, talked about one thing or another with the dogs and what we'd done here and there and he'd done, how he'd stepped up. I'm just being honest with you. And there was things out there on that cast went on. Should have been a, a winner way before he was. What what I'm getting at, all that leading up to things getting by with this, and I mean, this is facts now. People that are on that cast, they know what I'm talking about. I ain't running nobody down. I'm just saying I don't blame nobody. There was things that could have been took care of that would have never lead to, well, he's still got a chance of winning. I shouldn't have been in that ballpark. Legs should have been the winner, hands down, We sure. early. You know what I mean. Oh, yeah. But I'll tell you what, it, the history books always show that uh, there's two of them uh, burdens that won that world championship, and that is Unreal. that is really Unreal. awesome. Bobby, let me ask you, I'm going to move on just a little bit more. If you had to have one dog to treat one coon to win the world championship out of all the dogs you've hunted, and if you don't feel comfortable with what we got today, Reach back and get an old one. You need one coon, one dog, one drop. What dog's it going to be? You remember Echo? Yep. You remember that Echo dog? That would be the that, one. That hound right there. If it was an ice storm on, I don't care what the circumstances was, Eddie, that dude could tree you a coon somewhere, somehow. He could come up with a coon tree. That's the dog that you hunted with one night. You was hunting Marge, being a female. Yeah. And Echo was through that world again. He treated two or three coons. Squalled one out of a den. He was a good one. I think we was hunting out of Smithland. We very well hey. could have been. I remember I remember hey. that was a good hound. He was through yonder. And you said, man, don't think old Echo won't go coon hunting. 
they need to go with him. You got three, that three right. At night, I think you was hunting Mark. Oh he yeah, Mark. absolutely. But, he was a good one. But that that dude could come up with a coon tree and never say a word. Just bam, here it is. And you think you laugh, think well he's gonna take a pump, eyes on the ground, trees, go in there and he have it, sucker. Man, let me move on again, Bobby. I got another question. Now, this is a hard one right here. If competition coon hunting ended today, if this was the last day for competition coon hunting, you still going coon hunting tonight, Bobby? Let me tell you something. Don't mean to say this. Don't mean to say that. But if we can still walk and breathe, you bet your ass we'll be coon hunting tonight. (laughs) I I kind of knew that answer, but I didn't. I I wanted to hear you tell me. That's something we've all done, and it's more to the hunt. Don't get me wrong. We just following these old dogs. That's what I'd be doing. I'd oh, yeah. Like all right. Yes, sir. Hey, Tyler's going to talk to you a little bit. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mr. Bobby, yeah. yeah. what advice would you give the youth hunters that are getting started into this sport? Uh, there you go again. The best thing I think in the world they can do, I don't care, whatever, Throw them garments away and pay attention to your dog. Don't ask this and have to ask the judge every few minutes what's in there. Is it fences? It, you know what I'm saying? Learn your dog. Hunt that sucker and put your time in. Every bark he gives you will tell you what's going on. If you've done your homework, hey, learn your dog before you go anywhere. Don't get out there and blame it on that guy. Well, they struck my dog, done this, done that. Know your dog. Know your dog before you think about leaving home. That'll cut a lot of dumb stuff out. I promise you it will. Yes, sir. And, and leave that Garmin. That's the worst thing you can do. Sit around like you're watching TV all the time. Stop. i tell you what. Stop and think about it. You and your wife, I don't know if you're married, uh, whatever. I don't know. But whatever you are, and you go to an eating place to sit down and eat. Look over if it's six people sitting at a table and see how many is talking to one another or if they're on cell phones. I mean, it's hard to communicate to anybody on phones and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Ain't no difference than being out there with hunting a dog. That's what you need to know, your dog. Yeah. Facts. That's some great advice, yeah. too. You kind of touched on this, but what is the foundation of the burden line of dogs? What do they all go back to? Do they all go back to one dog? Or, how does that all work? goes back to some of the old hickory nut hairy breeding, buddy. Bottom line to it. That, that's the bottom line to that. Daddy's always had dogs like that. And the flat rock dogs. You know what I'm saying? We just That's what's been with us for a long time. And if we're still hunting and going on with this and that, that's what we will have. They've been good to us. And I ain't saying it's all good, but they've been good to us. But like I said, I tell anybody, they will tell on you whether you coon hunt or you watch TV. This That line of dogs, a bunch of them will tell on you because you got to participate with a bunch of them. Because it's a lot of gopher in them that you got to hunt them to get the best out of them. And, and they'll, they'll let you know that. Yes, sir. Pretty simple. People say, well, I wouldn't hunt nothing with what kind of idiot that is. I understand. But I guarantee you one thing with them. When they jump a deer, they won't run it out of sight. They will put him through that world because they don't have to run it for sight. They, they can run it. You know what I mean. A lot of these little old dogs, they got enough heart to run something out of the world. Bottom line to it. But, Bobby, let me ask you this. I, I want to make sure I get it right. Now, we said... Hey, y'all. Tyler here from Coonutton University. So I'm here to talk to you a little bit about our great sponsor, Extreme Dog Fuel. 
I personally swapped to Extreme Dog Fuel about two months ago. Man, I've been blown away by the results. I'm going to talk to you about some of the benefits of the 3020 real quick. It's an all-life stage formula, high percentage of available calories for canine athletes, high levels of vitamins and minerals offer quicker recovery and healing, high-quality source of carbohydrates, maintain body condition during peak work periods, extremely palatable, and is loaded with probiotics. Extreme Dog Fuel has actually been told the minerals and the quality of the products that they put in their food is actually overkill, but they don't believe it is. It is an outstanding dog food, and I encourage everybody to check it out. Go to ExtremeDogFuel.com and find a retailer near you today. Hotspot was bred to raindrop, and that got topper. Now, to get legs, give took, me that bloodline real quick. Took the flat rock break dog and was bred J for Jay Miller. Had a little female called D. Was out of some world champions there in this and that. But I hunted with her when she was younger. Anyway, we ended up buying her. And that's what bred to break uh, and got legs in them. And oh, a fuse box and old cash. And, and that, that bunch of dogs there pat on them. Okay. Uh, that that kicked that, that breed on. You know, that's the female they bred to. All right. Well, let me ask you another question here. Uh, you got any pups up there knocking around in the yard that anything caught your eye? Any future crosses you got in your mind? Tell me about both of them. You know how it is. They, they might end up killing all of them. But got some out of Topper right here. Out of a female that's bred to Nikki. He held up her hatter. Bred to Topper. Got some pups there. And got some pups that we bred to a, a wife out female. Bubba Will Smith there's Z. Lady Z, they may not make nothing either, but Eddie, I'm telling you right now, you know I like something that moves and get around, and I ain't talking about it has to be with the crowd to make something happen, but I sure like the way they act and the way they get around, son, and I really feel like we, we got some that's going to do something, but you, what are we hoping anyway, but I like their act. Do y'all offer y'all's topper and all them to public stud? I'll be honest with you, fella. And I ain't better than nobody, bottom line to that. I never was in for all that old breeding stuff. Listen, anyway, I call it all that old bullshit. Most generally, we keep a female back, and when these dogs go to age and out of super stakes, we done got a one-year-old coming on. It will we tuck and bred her female to something. It's about what we do. Okay. So fur is really breeding and all that. I ain't saying we wouldn't. I ain't, I ain't better than none of that. Just, just one of them deals there. Bottom <clears throat> line to it. Yes, sir. Do y'all ever have any dogs collected? Yeah, yeah, we do. Matter of fact, legs, legs and them, pack. Uh, we, we do here in Yonder. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. That's cool. Yes, sir, we do. And that's a, that's always a good thing. But uh, in Topper, in Topper right here, we bred him to two females, and I bred him to another female that he didn't have no puppies. Well, I had him checked, and it didn't look good for him to have puppies. But one of them deals there, I've got him on some stuff, and I'm not fooling with him at all till the hunts die down some. You can hunt them and do this and do that, but hey, I ain't in for that breeding them and running them up down the road and all that. Most generally, they don't work out good. So, one of them deals there. We're hoping we can get puppies out of him again, but if we don't, like I said, we'll go right on with legs and, and stuff like that. That's like we've always done. Bottom line to it. All right, I want to yes. change gears just a little bit, Bobby. Up there oh, in that, uh, <laughs> this tradition yes. that them burdens has got up there, I'm telling you something. But what about this next generation? Have you spotted any uh, coon hunters or competition hunters in this next little generation coming on? Out of the burden line? Yes, sir. 
God, they all probably be in rehab. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Hey. <laughs> I'm telling you, we better keep the law uh, on a payroll check because they're going to be involved a lot. But... You think they're going to be coon hunters? <laughs> Any of them going to be coon hunters and competition hunters? You can tell that yet, Bobby. Listen to me. These little fellers, Zach's little old girl right there, Adeline, and my daughter there, Bentley, and, and uh, he's seven, and, and his little brother there, Ryder, he's four. But don't you think that them boys ain't into involved in the woods? I'm telling you right now, they tell them old stories, and you would have actually thought that they went hunting last night and just come in by the bears they killed and the coons that old uh, topper treed and Zach's dog treat a possum, and he hit him about for an hour, Papa. I mean, you wouldn't believe the tales they tell. But they uh, they get involved in it, in the woods and the dogs. They like dogs, and that's what you got to do. You got to enjoy dogs. I'm hoping, buddy. If anything, I got anything to do with it, you bet you they'll be in the competition. Yes, sir. But uh, I'm hoping. Yeah, and little little Wrangler, we got another little fella right there. And he's probably going to be the warrior. But uh, like I said, man, don't never know it. I'm going to try to not do like about like Zach and stuff like that. Don't burn them out at a young age. But a lot of times you'll find out how dedicated they are at a young age. You know what I'm saying. Bottom line to that. But uh, I'm hoping, buddy. Yes, sir. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping. Yes, sir. That's awesome. Yes. That, that really yes, is. Sir. Oh, it's unreal. Yeah. What do you feel has been your greatest achievement, Mr. Bobby, and why? God, a mighty feller. I don't know. I just feel like uh, a lot of people say that they've done this and done that, and there you go again. Don't mean to brag. But I'm telling you right now, fella, if I didn't go to another hunt or whatsoever, I'm one proud little Mexican. You believe what I'm telling you? I feel like everything we've done and because of a family and daddy and mama and them, my God, man, we uh, I ain't bragging. Don't mean to brag, but we've won about everything. I don't know. It's just unreal for the family and everybody to travel like we've done and be pretty that gone consistent. Chew and done done all this with daddy and mama both still living. Son, that makes you feel good. It does. Really does. Yes, sir. There ain't no certain thing, fella. There ain't no certain hunt. I'm being honest with you. It's everything everything from when daddy put me on his back that makes you feel good. Well, yes, Bobby, let me change gears just a little bit. Uh, I know y'all have won a lot. You're going to have to change the cog here in a minute. Man. <laughs> well, I just, I just wanted to We're know. We're running out of gears. I mean, uh, I mean, I know every now and then we'll talk about sponsors and people that help you along oh, the way. But, uh, My fruit of the loom. Well, yeah. <laughs> you, is fruit of the loom, RC, cola, and moon pies. I mean, is everything still right Let along? Do, do you see them in the future being with you? Listen. It ain't going to be like Nike done no Tiger Woods. No matter what happens, they ain't going to drop me. No, no. But, uh, that's that's kind of what I was thinking. Look here, Bobby. Uh, there's there's thousands of people that's uh, affected your life and pull for you and help you. But mention, just take a little time and mention some of those uh the friends and the mentors and your partners, because I know Mr. Yoder and them and their families. You better believe it. So, yep. so give us a little, just on friends and mentors, and just take a little time, Bobby, and tell us what you want to tell us. I, I'll be honest with you. I'm going to say the family. Lord have mercy. I've tried to get my wife leave many a time, because running these old roads and stuff like that, they're like an alcoholic. You're gone every other day, night, whatever, and then there's the dogs, but 
I'm gonna say the family and stuff, and God, people, and everybody around. It like it it, it ain't just no certain one person. I I, I feel pretty daggone blessed that way, buddy. I really do. I could name one, but the nine thousand other ones I'd forget. So I, I'm just gonna wrap that up with with everybody involved, the people and all, from when I'm hunting on their grounds, old farmers and stuff like that. Lord have mercy, at, uh, and Terry Yoder and Glendora and them, fellas, they have turned my white life upside down. That's Eddie's met them, and I don't mean to brag. There is one, Terry Yoder and Glendora. You better believe what I'm telling you. And I think Eddie will know sort of what I'm talking about. It ain't that you better win, you better do this, or you better do that. It goes way on beyond that. Believe what I'm telling you. Just great people and how how they've done my whole family. I'm being honest with you. Unreal. We talk about it here and yonder. You know, they say stuff happens for a reason. Daddy said, you, you know, you talk this and don't deserve this or don't deserve that. But he said, son, you, you paid a lot of dues to sell them place. And he said, yeah. Yeah, I feel like everything's worked out for a reason. But, uh, and I, I've told Terry, I've told Yoder myself, don't mean to brag or nothing, but this couldn't happen to no other little guy. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's been unreal, buddy. It's been unreal. When you lose, you ain't got time to stop. You got to fill back up with gas because you've got to go somewhere else. Because he said, if you don't go, you don't win. <laughs> you can't quit. It's just unreal. It, it ain't no one certain person, buddy. It, it's everybody that's ever been involved. I'll be honest with you. Yes, sir. Bobby, you know, you was talking about what y'all had won. Me and Tyler talked about it earlier. But, you know, slow down and think just a minute. The baby stakes, the fraternity, the super stakes, world championships, that's a S. You know, truck hunts, uh, senior showdowns, not counting the pro classics, the pro hunts and all that. Bobby, you and Spot got third in the nationals. Uh, yes, sir. And I'm going to just tell you, buddy, the highlight of that for me is, and I've said this earlier, but I won't say it again. It's the way you represent your yourself and your family represents your family name and how y'all represent this sport. And uh, I personally, even after list, listing everything y'all have won, I personally believe that's the the biggest asset to the burdens is the yes. way they carry themselves, the way they love this sport and how they help continue this sport in the right way. I, I appreciate that, Eddie. I really do. You know as well as I do, I pick and cut up a lot of ignorant stuff, but God darn it, like I told you before, I know how it feels to, to be laying in a bed you can't get up uh, and help yourself. That ain't no fun. And I tell people all the time, I'm a dedicated, you can believe that, but it all ain't about winning. It ain't. Respect some of the people, the, the people that you with. Won't you try some of that route? And sometimes them women CW fall in place. I, I believe it. I really believe it. It ain't about shafting this guy or shafting that guy. If people get that done to their head and coon hunt, it's a lot of fun out there, buddy. And you can flat meet a lot of nice people. I you guarantee really you the good Lord's blessed us. If you can go out there and look yes. at them stars and that yes. moon and hear those dogs, we're blessed. All right, Bobby, look here. I'm fixing to turn it over to Tyler, as always. I enjoy talking to you, asking you questions, and I definitely have enjoyed myself, and we're back to Tyler. I'll talk to you next time. See you at a coon hunt, buddy. Or call you on the phone and ask for a little advice. Hold on a minute, Eddie. Mama, when she come in a while ago, <laughs> he was a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
something on TV here. She said, Lord, look, she starts to say, look at that. And I throw my hand up like hush. <laughs> when this little bit my wife come in, mom gets up and goes in there to the bar. She, she said, I hear her over talking. That's the reason I said, told her to put her mask back on. She said, who is he over talking to? I went in and come in a while ago, and he jumped all over me. Oh, no, took my arm. <laughs> he says, Brenda, Brenda says, he's talking to Eddie Simmons. You've got to be kidding me. I want to talk to Eddie Simmons knows me. He knows all of us. That's the nicest man you will ever meet. And he told me, throwed his hand up, told me to be quiet. <laughs> well, you tell her, you make sure you tell her I said hello. And, uh, hey. <laughs> she brings y'all up all the time, Eddie. You believe that, buddy. You I do, buddy. That. It's good talking to y'all, Bobby. And I'm going to turn you back over to Tyler. And uh, as always, no please tell everybody hello. Hey, no problem, fella. Good talking with you, Eddie. Hey, Mr. Bobby, man, I, yes. I thank you so much for coming on here and yes. taking this time out of your day and, and to no be able to share all busy. this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been busy. And yeah. I, I do, yeah. man, I, I have really enjoyed it. I have laughed. And, but Ain't no problem. You yeah. have you have anything else you'd like to say before we sign off? Anybody you'd like to shout out? Any sponsors? Hey, absolutely. And to everybody, you know what I'm saying. But I'm telling you right now, Kevin Rainwater, God darn it, keep the light shining. Boy, he, that man's unreal, fella. That man's un, unreal about the way he does, the way he carries himself with his business. My goodness, anything, I don't care what it is, you get a hold of him, that peckerwood will get it took care of, son. No questions asked. Ain't no dumb stuff. Uh, Well, what happened is Kevin Rainwater, for sure, fella. And, and like I said, the RC co uh, Cola. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and that old eye-opener coon squaller, you better believe that, Doug Blackwell and him, you better believe that, and everybody else involved, you know what I'm saying, but uh, but like I said, one, one of them deals there, yes, sir, yes, yes, sir. yes sir. they make it all good, they make it all good, they really do, yes, sir. Yes, sir, well, but, uh, Mr. Bobby, like I said, you. I do appreciate it, and thank you so much thank for coming you. on here, buddy. Hey, absolutely, ain't no problem, but uh, listen, now, don't turn your back on Eddie there. If he wants to go off, it ain't, you know what I'm saying? You hear about them people, well, if they do this and do that, uh, it, it might would happen. But if that man was to get upset, it'd be bad. I believe he would be bad for Eddie Simmons. I think, yes, it, you know, that's the type of people that do. The ones that's real nice and you get I, them mad, oh, though. You know, uh, the old Michael Moody and all of them. Yes, sir. And uh, pray for you, brother. you got to watch them pepper woods now. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta watch them Becker Woods, but uh, but no, hey, Eddie knows I'm picking. A lot of nice people out here in the world, buddy. Even though how, how this whole world is, I tell everybody it's the same old world. It's just the idiots in it nowadays. That's the fact. <laughs> yes, that's just the way it is. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But anyway, hey, I enjoyed it, fellas. I really did. Yes, sir. Enjoyed I did it. too. It was good talking <laughs> with you. Yes, sir. Hey, if I don't see you for it rains, piss on you. Hey, it's raining now, sir. <laughs> I really hope y'all enjoyed that interview as much as I did. If you like what you heard here, go on over to Facebook. Give us a like, at Coon Hunting U. Also, go to Apple Podcasts. Leave us a rating and a review. It really helps us out. And remember, if you need a new hunting light, do not overlook Superior. They make an awesome light, best customer service in the business. Man, their walking light and double red is the brightest I've ever seen. 
Use coupon code CHUPODCAST at checkout at nighthunters.com. You can find the link in the description box below this. Coon Hunting University is a product of Audio Hound Productions. Until next time, y'all have a wonderful day.